Another episode of the Deluxe Sticks DGens brought to you by Blake Davis and Jordan Kelly Houston. We're here to talk about the 2020 Masters Championship and how we're going to make all the monies. Technically, this is the first episode, right? Because we haven't published the first four. So, so fifth episode, but... um, yeah, you know, first one that anyone other than us two are gonna hear. It's called practice. Practice makes perfect. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're getting there. We're yeah, getting we're there. definitely getting there. Um, so I'm gonna lead with a quick little gambling story for everyone out there. Maybe one of the greatest bets of all time. Probably from one of the sickest agents of all time. 2019. Masters Championships. Tiger Woods hasn't won a major since 2005. Really? Is that yeah, what it was? That's what it was. 14, a 14 years. Yeah. It was a Jeez. Four, 14 year drought. And he was still a um, 14 to 1. He wasn't a favorite, but the odds were 14 to 1, which is pretty gross considering that, like, he hadn't won a major. I guess he took, like, years off and, like, through injury and. All yeah. that shit that went down with him, right? Oh, he had a lot of ups and downs. Um, Gee, yeah. I didn't know it was that long. Shit. But he was still playing like regularly up until that point. I mean, he had injuries and stuff, but he was always trying to come back. He was always like around. Um, but anyway, so James Aducci randomly decided to put $85,000 on Tiger Woods to win the masters i'm looking at a photo of him right now and that looks like all eighty-five thousand dollars that he has worked his entire life literally every penny his father so they're in his house in wisconsin and his 85 year old terminally ill father um owned the home and he, I'm assuming, he said this was his first sports bet ever, which I call complete bullshit on. No one just takes out $85,000. That's what, that's, that's similar to what Volgaris did though. Like that's how he got started. In yeah, betting. but Volgaris was a super sharp he dude. Sa- well, he wasn't, not when you first start. He saved up like $50,000. I think he like put it on the Lakers halfway through the season in like, early 2000s yeah when they were like um i think kobe was injured and like half the team was injured so they looked like they it was looking like they wouldn't even make the playoffs and their line yeah their line plummeted um and he i think he whacked like well the story goes he whacked like 50k on them um and that and then they ended up winning and then that kicks yeah that kick-started his gambling career then he became sharp well maybe he knew maybe he was just like a kid that I don't know, did like stuff in spreadsheets up until then. And that was his first big bet. Wow. It's kind of like that. Um, or, or like poker players, you know, that like chuck a yeah, fucking hundred, a so hundred bucks in story. and they hit it, but they're actually like geniuses. So yeah. yeah. 
such a common story. I mean, even like you look at investors, um, Warren Buffett has a similar story. Ray Dalio has a similar story. It's like, oh, it's the stock market. They pick a few stocks here and there. Um, have no idea what they're doing. Hit mm-hmm. it real big on those. I mean, small amounts. We're going to have a similar story. Yeah. We'll, we'll have that at some <laughs> I like point. It. I like it. The oldest, uh, the oldest, um, better in history to start their career. <laughs> so, so James Aducci bets 85,000. Apparently his first bet, bet ever scoops a little 1.2 million. So this is what happens though. And this is the question I pose to you. I guess I'm going to pose two questions. The first question being, do you actually think this was his first bet ever? I would say no motherfucking way. I say this guy's a degenerate gambler. He's been gambling. And again, I apologize, James, if you're listening to this. But did you Where did he do it? Like so, in Vegas, did he go to Vegas and put it on? Did it say? Because no one opens a, a gambling account and you are correct. And they would never loads up eighty five thousand dollars and specifically bets on Tiger Woods. Yeah, there's just no way. I'm assuming that he went to Vegas to place the bet. So, and I'm about to follow this up with a, the second part of the story. Is right after he scoops this one point two million, he immediately, well, not immediately, but he shortly after that goes to Vegas. And places a $100,000 bet on Tiger Woods to win the Grand Slam, which is all four majors in one year. What? So right after he won a $1.2 million yeah. bet, yeah. he buys a plane ticket to Las Vegas, jumps on a flight. Okay, so he has no idea what he's doing. He just no got super lucky. No idea what he's doing. Just no idea what he's doing. He put so 100... Tiger was going to go 14 years without winning a major to all winning all four, yes. which... I don't, has that ever even been done? Um, it may have been done, not to my knowledge. And and so he, he lit... Well, that's what you can do when you win 1.2 million, right? He's still got 1.1 million left. <laughs> well, if you start betting 100K bets on Tiger Woods to run a Grand Slam, yeah. it starts to get... Yeah, well, you only need to hit it once, right? <laughs> Money's going to get real thin real quick. So that 100K bet was to win 10 million. So 10, 10 million? Yeah. It was, uh, Which he didn't win. No, no, no. 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 He, we would have he heard about cut. that. We would, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He missed the cut like every turn. Yeah. After that. Maybe he knew the fix was on. <laughs> I, 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 the, the, as great as that win was for him last year, it feels like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to speculate, but okay. So let's start with let's start I'd with the original question. Let's start with the original question. So was that James's first sports bet ever? Yes or no? No. Was he a degenerate gambler that maybe he's? I reckon he's. Money? He was. Where, where's he from? Wisconsin. He was probably like a. He was probably like one of those um, uh, DFS like fantasy guys. Like probably played like DraftKings football his entire life, yeah, and that makes sense. I don't know. Like would have done like survivor pools on ESPN or something, or yeah. maybe maybe like the fantasy golf. Um, feature on PGA Tour or something or maybe he worked at a bar that Tiger went <laughs> to a couple of days before the, the tournament asked him if he was going to win Tiger said yes and boom $85,000 later That's pretty he's nice. got a huge ticket on him so they actually interviewed Tiger about this bet after he won the Masters and after he placed the 100k bet for Tiger to win the Grand Slam so Tiger's response was the Masters bet man that's a motherfucking genius bet and then he goes, but the grandson, but that was motherfucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no one's like, no. Yeah. That's, that's Even Tiger's like, that was pretty fucking yeah. stupid. You should, uh, that the odds sound kind of ridiculous, actually. Which for, 14 to 1 or 100 to 1? 
100 to 1 to win all four majors in a year. That should be like 10,000. Yeah. That should like that should have made all of Wisconsin rich if he like <laughs> pulled that one in. Yeah. He okay. could have bought the Green Bay Packers outright from the public. So, I guess uh, our second follow-up question is does James have any money left from that bet or is he just stone broke? Dep- uh, that's a good one. It's that's interesting. Um, I mean, he lost 100k of it, which is one twelfth of that money within like three days. Yeah, well, it makes me dubious. And then you got to pay taxes. Yeah. No, do you? Yes. Not in New Zealand. Gambling's like a. It's tax free. Tax free. All right. Well, unless it's your primary, unless which is apparently not this guy's primary um, occupation or source of income. Of course, of course, they just try and rip you. Like when you win the three (laughs) hundred. And fifty million dollar lotto, you only get like like a hundred million only. Yeah, only a hundred million. Yeah, and they still go broke. Um, yeah, I think he has probably lost a lot since then. I would say that he's lost all of it. Yeah, because uh, we would have heard is. we would have heard stories about um, if he if he had done if he had done more bets and he'd won, we would have heard about it for sure. And if he had done anything worthwhile with that money, he probably would have you know told someone and got more money from a feel-good story or something for like, sure wait d- d- is his dad still terminally ill maybe he saved his dad maybe dead maybe, maybe didn't did um the story gets darker and darker the, okay the more, and more you go into it <laughs> really well i mean as far as like he's gotten a lot of rest historically and uh okay he's domestic abuse and, all right well yeah, it gets pretty dark well yeah. Does it say where he got the eighty-five k from? Like, no, it doesn't. He, which I'm wildly yeah. curious about. Like a there's, loan shark is. Yeah, it's like there's maybe that's why there's no stories. There's like no way that was just eighty-five k. We should check Wisconsin about. police um, <laughs> reports. All right, James, if you're listening out there, we love you, man. Sorry. Yeah, give us your insight. Who's gonna win this year? Not yeah. that we have eighty-five thousand dollars to bid. We could probably put eighty-five dollars on it. Yeah, we could. Uh, yeah. So let's start with: Is Tiger Woods gonna win this tournament? no sorry James he is not going to win this tournament um, I was looking before we came on here um, and I would bet well I would put more stock in Woods not making the cut at $3.60 um, that would be to me that would be a much better bet than betting him at 41 to 1 to win the tournament which the way he's played since that Masters, you would think that, why well, he is Tiger Woods, but you would think, you would hope that you'd be getting better than 41 to 1 for him to win the tournament. Yeah, you would. Um, and we're definitely not going to pick him to win all four <laughs> majors this year. That's oh, ludicrous. Goodness. That is, um, you know what, that's, that's definitely... But you, ne- you never know. Like like you were saying before, or you were saying off, off the podcast, um, once you know a course so well, apparently um, he's been one of the lucky guys. Like, there's a bunch of guys that have, I think, have a good chance in this tournament that have never even played Augusta before. They were the only time they would have played would have been today, yesterday, and like a cup, like in practice rounds. Whereas Tiger, because he's a like, the best golfer of all time, and he's a past champion, he would have. He was saying that he's played rounds in November at Augusta before, um, just casually. So he's he, he 
when you're so familiar with a golf horse um, and you can still hit the golf ball, I you wouldn't rule him out um, as having a chance. But I don't. I definitely don't think he's he's got it in him this year. Yeah, got it in him again. This seems to make a lot of sense to me. I mean, I definitely won't take him to miss the cut. But uh, is there anything him versus Phil? They've been doing a lot of him versus Phil in tournaments lately. They might bring that up, uh, especially tomorrow. But as a far, uh, Bet three sixty doesn't have anything up there yet. And you know, over time, as we build out our site, that's definitely something we would include. Uh, One thing that he, um, we mentioned, I think I mentioned on one of the unreleased podcasts. Um, he really struggles with no fans. Tiger does. Yeah. Oh, I don't because think of the advantage that he has. Like when he's rolling up to any shot in the four rounds of golf at the Masters, he's got basically half the crowd. Like as anyone that can get there to watch, right? Yeah. Um, and on a golf course that kind of wraps around, like you can hear those crowds from like wherever you are, so you know. You know, if you're if you're in a group somewhere like he's on hole ten, you're on like hole three or something. You can hear the crowd like cheering like crazy if he makes a shot. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I never thought about that. And especially guys who are playing with him. There's guys like um I saw um in the video that I put up yesterday. I think they were interviewing Finau who played with him in the final group last year because of whether they had to go to like three guys in a group. Um, and Finau was trying to say, which I don't believe at all, that he had no, no Tiger making this huge comeback and, and having the crowd, you know, there for every shot that they hit made no impact on Finau. But I just, there's no way that that's yeah. possible. No way. Um, and other guys like McElroy, Spieth, they, they've also sort of said that it's so much different. Um, and there's heaps of different things about this tournament this time around you know being in november no fans um it's tiger hasn't really had much of a warm-up for it hasn't yeah. played well in the last few tournaments so i'd be surprised well that all makes sense um so we'll jump into our heads up matches here in a second but just so everyone out there knows jordan's machine learning model right now is up 37 units and we will once we get it all ironed out we're going to start posting our model predictions on both instagram and facebook that's coming shortly Um, and over time we will post snippets of the model so everyone can get an idea of how it's been built out and how the machine learns Um, so machine is code word for my brain right no, it's actually not. Okay. Yeah, it's right. actually not. Uh, unlike other people, we have hard, fast stats. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... We know. We know. Oh, yeah, we do know. Uh, let's start with the heads-up matches for the Masters. So there's going to be four teams heads-up matches. Uh, these are turned-around 72-hole matchups. So at the end of 72 holes, whoever's leading wins. And yeah, if, if guys are tied, then it's a push. And it's a push. And you get your money back. You do. And yeah. if you were a real, 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 real sicko, you could bet that. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. tough. 
Yeah, you could bet the tie at 16 to 1. Yeah, that would be... <laughs> no, that would be easier if it was just a round-by-round round one, right? Yeah, you're real sick off you bet the tie. Yeah, my brain doesn't get to that um, <laughs> level of computation, sorry. Uh, okay, so let's start with Cameron Champ and Jason Cockrick. Well, that's the first tournament match bet. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um... I, I think they to they both sound like, well actually they are both first time um first time players at the event. I'm going to go with Cameron Champ on that one. Um I think it's tough to say. There's been a lot of talk that um well especially with Bryson leading the charge and um the length that he can possess and the length of the Masters in general. Um, and the way that holes are, you know, ironed out and um, the structure of the greens and all that, the trees being able to hit like over the trees and cut the corners on dog legs um, is seems to be a huge advantage. Like when Tiger Woods, I think, won the Masters way back in the day um, and he was the longest hitter by far, they actually changed um, the neck for the next year. They changed... Um, the course layout a little bit to make it even longer which is weird because if you would make a course longer for the longest hitter <laughs> yeah, yeah. wouldn't you be like screwing the rest of the field you would think so yeah um but anyway what i'm getting at there is cameron champ smacks the ball ropes the ball um and so if the weather holds out which is looking a little dicey at the moment um which can soften soften play up but i th- i th- I think someone like Champ um, is going to play stress-free. It's his first time. There's no expectation. Um, Cockrick's already got his win for the year, his first PGA Tour win, um, which, you know, again, makes you play stress-free golf. But I'm going to ride with Champ, the young gun. Um, what, what are the – what is – who's favorite? both minus 110. Both minus 110. So even. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sticking with Champ. All right, numero dos, Deschambeau v. Johnson. This is a uh, all-star matchup here. Yeah, that's um, those are my top two guys for the tournament. Actually, I think. Um, I wonder what the wonder what you can get them at to finish one two, in in any order. But um, oh, that's tough. Well, they're both the. Exact I feel like. Same. See, I feel like. Johnson, to me, I think Johnson's a sure in top 20, probably top 10. Um, just the way he's playing. He's, he's been playing just like uber consistent golf, even with his break from COVID. Um, he came back at the Houston Open last week and got a tee, a tie for second after not playing since the um, end of the last year's season. Um, hey, COVID and too. so that was right after COVID, right? Yeah, and Bryson is obviously um, the talk of golf at the moment, and the last major winner at the U.S. Open where he crushed everyone. Um, and he's been taking, f- I think he's taken four weeks off. The last time he played was in Vegas about a month ago, and he's been posting a bunch of shit to his um, media channels about all the little tweaks and tinks that he's trying with his 
driver <laughs> and like his yeah he's he's all he's a bit all over the place with that and he's we're not even sure if he's going to try the legal limit of a 40h 48 inch driver um which would be interesting um and it, there was talk that he even put two drivers in the bag um which you, you can do oh you're not allowed to do that no you can do you can put you can put if you want yeah, you i think i think you're allowed 14 clubs i think you could probably put 14 drivers in there that if you want so spicy. yeah someone like phil would do that um, in the last one ever plays um but that's tough i am oh, i'm going to go with bryson i'm gonna go with bryson although i i don't feel good about that i wouldn't i wouldn't have picked that from the way you uh from the way you framed yeah it. yeah I yeah i don't know well i've got i um to preface i think he's gonna win the tournament um, all right well then, then it's hard to then it's hard to say yeah it's hard to say although i have been known to that's like the fish mix up and hedge like back to back major winners. yeah but like he's, so he's fishy. i don't know so he's fishy. like the guy's so confident he's been playing unreal golf he's he's, he's going to be playing a different he's going to be playing a different game than everyone else and i think at this point he's managed to work out so much in the game of golf that it it's basically whether he can beat the game that he's trying to play. Yeah, and he if might he be can, right now, and like the thing is, like that has a finite timeline on it. It's just in the sense of that other people want to start doing what he's doing. They might not have started yeah. yet. So he and still DJ, might have an edge. DJ can smoke the ball as well, um, and is a better iron player than Bryson. But if what he says has been happening, like he's had a few practice rounds and he's having wedges into like every, pretty much yeah. every hole. If he can That's do it. that. Um, and his putting, his putting is like top twenty in the world as well. Like he's a damn good putter. So if all he has to do is drive the ball, um, hit a wedge in, and putt, then it's hard for me to see him not being up there. Um, but it's also hard for me to see DJ not being up there. So I, I reckon that one will play right through to the end, last five holes on Sunday. All right. Well, uh, who's favored in that one? I mean, technically, I mean it's exactly even as far as the heads-up matchup goes. But to win, they're all, they're even in top five, top ten, top twenty. The only person who's got a slight edge is Deschambeau's slightly favored to win the tournament over DJ. Right. But like okay. it's it's thin. But against each other, even. Even money against yeah. each other. Okay. Fitzpatrick versus Smith. Um, I'm going to go with actually Cameron Smith's done well at this tournament um, in the past if I look here um, he's got a top I know he's got a top 20 in there at one point he, he got a T he got a T fifth at the Masters in 2018 um, and actually the weather's supposed to that's what a lot of people worried about having a masters in november with a lot cooler weather on a long course um and a fluctuating weather you know like in the winter or when you're getting close to the winter it typically there's a big distinction between the um, weather in the morning and the weather in the afternoon um uh but i've looked at the forecast and it looks like it's relatively similar to what it would be in april um so i've 
the reason I say that is because I know that um, Fitzpatrick is used to playing a lot of European events where you've got those kind of shitty, windy, like a little bit damp, cool conditions, um, which I think would favor him. Um, and Smith, with his course history and, and good results here, uh, I'm going to take Smith. I, I, I think I'm... I'm picking without knowing that. I'm picking that he is a severe underdog in that matchup. He's not a severe underdog. He is an underdog. Yeah. But severe uh, is not the right word. He's okay. a slight. Slight underdog. Slight underdog. All That's right. actually interesting because Fitzpatrick has been playing well. Um, and I think... Well, I'm sure that... Uh, I think he's a. I think Fitzpatrick is a better golfer, but... I I'm sure think, the Lions makers uh, factored in all the things you just said. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna ride with Smith on that one. All right. Fleetwood that, that could Wolf. be that's, that's definitely an upset, though. Fleetwood v. Wolf. Fleetwood v. Wolf. Um, Fleetwood's been struggling. It's really struggling. Um, pretty much since his... He was... What was he like here? I think he was leading or in second place in the final round of the British Open last year. And he played on that final round with Shane Lowry and had just like a... The conditions were like insane. They were horrible. And he kind of faded there and he hasn't sort of picked it up since. Um, And I haven't seen him um, in many of the um, new season PGA tournaments this year. Um, I think he's played maybe one or two, um, so I'm not, I'm not really sure what his what his form is coming into it. Um, and Wolf has some of the best results on the tour since basically the restart came back to, since the COVID restart. Junior? Yeah, yeah, he, he can smack the ball like champ. Um, although it is his first time at the course. Um, that's a tough one. I'm going to go... I really like his... I don't like his putting, um, which is tough. And I do like Fleetwood's putting. Um, and Masters are known for, you know, tough greens. Like a a good metaphor, like an analogy, like the um, a five-foot putt at the Masters would be like a 10-foot putt you know, at a regular tournament. So putting can be exposed. Wolf isn't the best putter, but his approach game, his wedge game is very good. He puts himself in great opportunities to um, get birdies, especially on par fives. Um, So I'm going to ride with Wolf on that one. All right. Is that another underdog? No, Wolf's slight favorite there. Slight favorite. Yeah, slight favorite. Oh, well, I wonder if that changes my mind. <laughs> Too late. Now. Are we doing this for who we actually thinks going to win or value? Uh, I mean. Yeah, well, I'll, st- I'll stick with Wolf. Okay. Uh, Fowler v. Casey. Fowler v. Casey. Um, well, that's a, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Casey on that one. Fowler just. fan favorite yeah Fowler has been yeah he is a fan favorite Um, and everyone sort of tries to peak for the Masters so don't get me wrong if if you're going to see a good result from Fowler it would probably be at a tournament like this Um, although Casey 
is a much more steady hand, um, has, has had much more consistent results. If you actually look at Fowler's um, last, like, couple years, he's... Uh, he's, he's really dropped off yeah for 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 the for what everyone for the casual golfer's perception or um if you were to ask like a if you were to ask a casual golf fan like who are the best players in the world are, i'm sure a lot of them would say you know fowler and the top 10 best players in the he's world but not even top 50 no i well no he would be well he might yeah you're right he might not be top 50 um and his results are really sort of all over the place he's he's kind of a little bit like Spieth he's, he can put together three good rounds um, maximum but that one like his his floor has really sort of dropped since um, he came on tour and, and won a couple times so I'm, I'm going to stay with Casey he's um, he's played the Masters quite a few times he's getting up there in age and um, sort of at the I guess you call it back end of his career, but he he knows what he's doing. He he knows his way around the course, um, and he's always one of those guys who, you know, like you find him backdoor top ten, um, done well at all the majors, um, knows how to play, and knows how to win this head to head matchup essentially. Right. Well, Casey v Fowler, Casey for the win. Tyrell Hatton versus Colin Manikawa. Um, I'm going to go Hatton, my boy Hatton. Yeah, Hatton's okay. been one of the, like, well, Morikawa's won a major this year, so we can't count him out. Um, oh, gnarly. But Hatton's been just on fire this year. He's had, um, I think I put in my post up, I think he's had like um, eight top tens in worldwide in the last 12 months. Um, he got another top 10 at the Houston Open last week um, he prior to that he won the BMW championship or uh, I don't know if it's championship yeah, BMW tournament in Europe um, and he had a good showing I think at the was it the Zozo or the one before that the CJ Cup um, and he's just he's playing great golf he's, he's an all around golfer um, he doesn't have much of a weakness, especially at the moment. Um, I don't think he's had great results at the Masters in the past, um, but yeah, I think um, Morikawa has sort of not fallen off um, since his major victory, but he hasn't really. He, he might still be in a bit of a hangover phase from that. Um, and it's his first time there. He isn't the longest hitter, um, so he might struggle a little bit with that and getting used to the course. So I'm going to go with Haddon. Haddon for the win. Haddon for the win. What was that one? Haddon is a slight favorite. Slight favorite, yeah. That slight makes favorite. sense. Coca, cancel it. Coca. Wow, that was quick. Yeah, that was quick. Didn't um, have to, didn't have to think about that. Yeah, no, I, I, I was thinking, um, even though Cantlay won the um, Zozo, which I picked. Um, <laughs> it's true, fact. There's no official no official um, record of that, but yeah, you just got to believe me. Um, that was machine learning at its finest. Um, Our algorithms were the best. I think Kepka, he played the Houston Open 
this week or this previous week um, played really well in it especially on the weekend um, he shot like a 65 I think on Saturday and was he shot a 30 on the front nine on Sunday um, and then uh, he was he was like up in contention for the back nine on Sunday um, which is what you want to see he's got that killer instinct he seems to somehow just pick up for the majors um i think i think even he's said himself he that's all he cares about um how many majors he can win um and he's 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 rounded into a little bit of form um he's had you know a bit of bad luck with injuries last year but he had one of the greatest major seasons of all time essentially in um 2018 and he actually got tied second at the masters last year um so he's good on the course um i think he is going to pull through in that head to bit and and he's he's a bit of a sleeper for me to win the tournament i don't know if you can call him a sleeper yeah, I mean, and ex number one definitely wouldn't be what i call no, no 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 well in his run of form it would be a sleeper, but in terms of him overall as a golfer, no, definitely not a sleeper. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's probably got what, what are his odds to win? Too I would, I would put them at probably like 20 to one, maybe. Um, she is, he, I got him at 17 to one on the site. I'm looking yeah, at 17 to one. Okay, and I got, can't, 16 to one. and I got can't lay at 21 to one. Yeah. That sounds um, right. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Brooks there. Alright, Brooks V Cantley, we're taking Brooks. Hideki Matsuyama V Tony Finau. Well that's that's a good one. Um I'm inclined to go with Finau. Um Finau is another dude that just seems to he doesn't win majors, but he seems to always be there um he, he's one of those guys that seems to be able to peak for majors um Hideki has been playing well he got I believe he was also on a tie for second last week at the Houston Open um and he's a amazing ball striker but I think his putting is a little too shaky um to have an impact at the Masters um I'm gonna go uh, I'm going to go with Fina on that one. It, a long hitter. Very long hitter. Um, Apparently, we, uh, the Deluxe Sticks Deejans, we love the long Yeah, we love, well, well, yeah, we love long hitters. Um, especially, <laughs> I mean, especially the course like the Masters. Just this drive and putt. Yeah. That's the name of the game. Yeah, exactly. And if you guys need a drive or a putter, just let yeah. us know. Drive for um, show, putt for dough, right? No, drive for dough. Drive for dough, putt for show. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, John Ram, the, the one, the only Roy McIlroy. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jordan Spieth. <laughs> um, well, that's a, that's a good one as well. Um, I'm going to go with Ram on that one. Um, he hasn't won a major, so that's a tough one to take. A guy who hasn't won a major um, against... Well, probably what a top ten golfer of all time, McIlroy. Really? Is he still? Yeah, I, I, I think I would think so. Kind of like bleeding a little bit lately. Uh I don't know. It depends what your metrics are on on yeah. how you rate a golfer. I always go to Toll Slams first. Well, in that in that case, well, 
Yeah, in that case, you wouldn't be a top 10. Yeah, in that case, you wouldn't be a top 10. Um, in my opinion, in terms of if you just looked at him as a golfer, if you just, if you showed, if you showed him uh, videos of him playing golf to someone who had no idea what golf was and they didn't know any of the accolades or anything, um, I think you'd find that he'd be a top 10 overall golfer. All right. Um, although this, this kind of year that he's had, um, or that, or since the restart, he's one of those guys that we mentioned, um, struggles without the fans because he's another guy that has everyone following him and, and guys that are playing with him, um, have, you know, pressure on them because they haven't experienced what it's like to have, you know, 10,000 fans like, you know, cheering on every single shot. But, um, I think, he is yeah he, he struggled a bit ram is in pretty good form ram doesn't have a weakness in his game he hits the ball far um he's got really nice iron play he's, he's a good putter um his approaching is good um and he he also has that killer instinct he got up to number one in the world not too long ago um so he's much more of a form player informed player than mcroy is um although i wouldn't put it past mcroy to you know, slide in here with a great result. But um, if we're talking about here to match up in that one, I'm picking Ram. Ram for the win. Patrick Reed v. Baba. Yeah, that's another good one. Um, these guys really make good here to matchups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why can't we, we, we get like one of the amateurs versus. <laughs> Um, Bryson or something um, yeah, even odds um, okay um, say that one again let me Patrick hear it again Reed v Bubba Watson um, I'm gonna go with Patrick Reed on that one um, even though Bubba is a is he a two time Masters winner I think he is um, and Patrick Reed might also be a oh, Patrick Reed's Reed won one yeah, Masters has he won two is he won two? I'm not sure. It's um, his favorite tournament. Yeah, and well, because he well, both of them, they're both um, they both went to school in Georgia, so they both played it quite a bit. Um, I think Patrick in the last few years has had much better results than Bubba, um, and much better results at the Masters. Um, although like we said with Tiger once you know a course like that um, you feel comfortable there um, the fans are another one another one for Bubba Bubba gets a lot of I think a lot of fans he gets a lot more yes, love from the fans than he does from other players um, and Patrick gets no love from either no. Um, no. but I think um, Reed has been playing well Reed is always a consistent golfer um, he'll find his way into um, the top, you know, 30, 20. So I'm going to I'm gonna um, roll with Reed on that one. Now we got a classic matchup here. Adam Scott, Louis Oosthuizen. Adam Scott and Louis Oosthuizen. Um, I'm going to go with Adam Scott on that one. Um, Oosthuizen is a very good Masters player though, right? He's been, he's I a very good major player. I haven't seen in ages. Right. Well, he's no. He's he still hangs around. Um, he he is a damn like he's got one of the most prettiest swings in golf. He's unbelievable. Although so does Adam Scott. Adam Scott just like hammers it as well. 
Um, but I'm going to favour the down under um, player there. And uh, Giving up on the South African. I'm going to go with Adam Scott. I, I, I've got that picture in my head with um, when he had Tiger Woods caddy. Um, and he was it, is it the 16th hole? What's the famous hole that um, Woods had that like chip in shot, um, which Adam Scott like almost replicated with that like huge winding putt? Sounds um, right. I can't remember what hole it is, but I think I'm going to pick Adam Scott to um, rekindle a little bit of that or find <laughs> some of that magic form that he had Ace um, at a Masters right. once been. Although Ustazen might have actually, see won one? Ustazen might have won a Masters. I don't think so. Scott has. Yes. I'm pretty sure Scott has. Scott has. Um, I'm surprised there isn't an Adam Scott versus Jason Day tournament match. Well, we're about to get into... So we had A. Scott v. Ustazen taking yeah. Scott. Now we're at Webb Simpson v. Jason Day. Webb Simpson v. Jason Day. Um, I'm going to go with Jason Day on that one. I mean, you were just waiting for Jason yeah. Day. How could yeah. you not? I'm, I'm going to always take the Australians unless they're playing <laughs> against each other. That's For the count, there's three Australians I've taken. So yeah. I'm picking Australia too. I wonder um, why. Don't ask me who the top Australian is going to be. Let's <laughs> leave that bit out of it. But um, I'm going to go with Jason Day. He again. He likes the major. Uh, sorry, likes the Masters. Um, he has had a little bit of form. He he was well in the the PGA Championship um, all the way up until sort of the last few holes. Um, he played well at the Houston Open last week, which I'm putting a lot of stock in guys who played well at the Houston Open. Um, <laughs> I don't know why it has nothing that has no sort of real similarities to. Um, the Masters but if you're playing um, the way I look at it if you're playing well on a Sunday um, in, in the same sport you're going to hopefully be able to carry that through to at least a Thursday Friday uh, you would um, hope so you would hope you so would hope so although in our little matchups I don't know if that that range true right <laughs> um, so, so I got, I got Jason Day, there, Day who was the what was the odds on that one exactly the same so even minus 110 for each of them give it up yeah. the juice well simpson is a solid solid golfer um but he's taking a little time off lately um he played a, he, he had a really good finish to the season last year um much better than day and and is a staple in the top 10 at the moment but i'm gonna pick um that's weird to me that that's an even one I would think Even Simpson money. should be favored there. Um, Even money. Well, maybe uh, whenever we come out with our sports book, that uh, we can just make we that. Can adjust yeah, the lines, we can adjust yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Spieth v. J. Rose. Um, I'm gonna go with. Oh, I'm gonna go with Rose on that one. We just love favorites here. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna go with Rose on that agents. one. Um, Spieth is is an enigma. He's a bit of a wild <laughs> Just card. Dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah, yeah. He um, um, it's like ever since he went bald. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that <laughs> Justin Tom- Justin Thomas has, and his 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 game's peaked ever since he's gone a little bit um, bald. But um, I'm gonna go with Rose. Um, he's a steady hand, a bit like my Casey pick. He he is just more consistent than Spieth. Um, I feel like this one might come back to bite me. 
Um, <laughs> but it could equally Spieth. Spieth's also. There's nothing to suggest that other than Spieth's results um, previously at the Masters, there's nothing to suggest to me that he's going to, you know, pick it pick it back up for this tournament. Um, and Rose is, you know, a seasoned top 50 golfer, a former major winner, um, former Masters winner, I believe. Um, I'm pretty sure he's a Masters winner. Maybe it was a US Open, but I think, um, well, so is Spieth, but I'm going to go with Rose on this one. I've got to take the favorite. Last bet of the night. Justin Thomas v. Sanders Schaffelet. Um... Well, it's good. There's no Tiger tournament match bets as of right now. No Tiger tournament match. Sixty-five. There are no Tiger. Awards. Interesting. The what, the site that I was looking up had a lot of Tiger match bets. Uh, I mean, so Bet Three Sixty Five really likes to pour their matchups um, on Wednesday night. Right. But we don't want to get these bets out for you guys on Tuesday slash Wednesday, so you guys can win all the monies. All right. Well, in that case, um, I am going with. Whoa, that's a really tough one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Shawfly in that one. Um, the guy's like unbelievably consistent at majors. Um, he re- really is consistent in every golf tournament he plays. Um, he's had, um, you know, I think he's got a top five in every um, major. Sorry, not every major that he's played, but he has a top five in all of the majors at some point in his career. Um, Thomas kind of that might be his one sort of weak point I don't know if you can call it a weak point because he's like one of the best golfers in the world but he hasn't really put it all together at a major other than the PGA Championship that he um, won in 2017 I believe 2018 Um, but Xander's been playing just like unbelievably consistent golf Um, he did well at the Masters last year um, there's nothing to suggest that he's not going to be on form if he gets through the cut. Anytime he plays four rounds of the tournament, he seems to feature in the top 20, if not the top 10. Um, so I'm going to go with Xander, and who I think surely that's a underdog pick in that one, right? The most slimmest of underdog picks yeah. you've ever seen. So most life. of these were pretty even, right? They were all... Most of them are pretty even, and the ones you picked that weren't even were favorites. Okay. Except cool. this one. So we're going to ride it. We're going to ride it to a 14 and 0. And I can almost, and I will preface this with almost, star star, guarantee that we're going in six this week, boys. Get on this. Hey, that's a, that's a winning week, right? We're about to win all the money. That's a At winning week. At least eight and six is what I was about to say. At least. So now that you have guaranteed winners on heads-up matchups, we're going to run through it real quickly for everyone. Five picks for a top 20. And our, if you really want to play the X-Factor card, tournament winner. All right. Top 20. Real quick. Who we got this week, Jordan? Um, oh, that's... That's tough. Um, I mean, we. we it's going to be. It's probably going to be Johnson. Yeah. Right. So, well, yeah. There we go. There's two right off the bat. Deschambeau and. Um, Not and getting great odds on those boys, but. Is it Deschambeau or Deschambeau? Depends where you come from. Um, That's a great question. We'll call it Bryson. So Bryson <laughs> for a top twenty. Um, Bryson and DJ. Bryson and DJ for top twenty, which 
we're probably not going to get a good return on that. Yeah, no, not the best return. Not the best no, return. Sorry. So maybe for the next three, we'll look a little bit further down. Um, guys that might be able to sneak into the top 20. Um, one of my guys that I think will do pretty well here that's probably going to be a good payout is Corey Connors. Okay. Corey Connors from Canada. Um, again, he's not a great putter, but his second shot, like his, I guess, approach shot, you'd call it, his second shot into the um, into the green is unbelievable. He's a like amazing ball striker. Um, three and a half to one, actually. Three and a half to yeah. one. Yeah. yeah so that could well. that could almost pay for all of our top yeah. twenty guys. Yeah. If he um, hits there. If he hits. Um, so I'm going to go with Corey Connors as my third pick there. Um, I am going to go with Brooks as my fourth pick. Yeah, that doesn't pay great. That but doesn't pay like great. It. No. What is that? What does that set us back? Uh, what what yeah. does that win us? Sorry, I should say. Uh, we're looking at like minus one forty ish. Minus one forty ish. Okay, we'll take that. Yeah, um, almost even. Right? Yeah, I think. I th- personally, I think him, uh, Brooks, DJ, and Bryson are going to be in contention to win the whole thing, um, which would mean you'd hope that they'd be in contention for a top twenty. <laughs> you. Um, I just think Brooks is finding. Like I said earlier, he's finding that form. Um, he's got that killer instinct. Did, did well at the Masters last year. He's not afraid of anything. Um, and more importantly, I think he probably just wants to beat DJ and, and prove that he, um, you know, what his comments after the third round of the PGA <laughs> Championship uh, at least have some kind of merit. Um, so that's four. And my fifth one will go a little bit further. We'll go down the list again to a debutant um and abraham answer um abraham answer what's he paying for top 10 top 20 sorry pretty much a little three to one action three to one so if we hit him and connor's yeah it's gonna be that's gonna be really good yeah Um, and answer i like answer i saw him at the um um i went over and watched the um president's cup in melbourne last year and he was up against Tiger on the final day in a head-to-head matchup, and he held his own. Like Tiger won um, all the matches he played in that tournament, but you know the crowd—it was tough because he was. He, Answer was the home favorite, I guess, because um, the Melbourne crowd were cheering for the um, international team, and Tiger pipped him like in the last two holes, so he went around in, in a very tight match. Um, so he. He, my point there being that he isn't shy of the moment. He is a very consistent golfer. He's not going to make many mistakes. Um, and in a course that might have, um, you know, the weather might be a little shitty, like we, um, like its forecasters would be. Um, the ball might be move, the ball might be flying a little bit, um, shorter than predicted. I think at one point, this week or last week Bryson was saying that he's like almost 100% sure he's going to get a 400 yard drive out there at some point um, and he, he's really excited for the greens to firm up which I looking at the weather forecast I do not think is going to happen um, but for someone like Anser I think that that helps a lot um, and it's his first time he's he's, he's um, a solid player He you won't 
you won't think that it's his first time the way he plays um, and he's got a knack for finding his way especially if he makes the cut into top 20s alrighty ladies and gentlemen the very last bet of the day for all the marbles who is going to win the 2020 Masters Championship Corey Connors. No, 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 no. Um, I, I might, may have put a cheeky little $10 um, wager on Corey Connors at 126 to 1. Drop but, that. Um, I'm not going to pick him for the winner. I'm going to go with the talk of the golfing world and the favorite Ugh, at a gross. whopping, what do we got there, 8 to 1, Sorry, 7 to 1. Um and yeah, that would seven be and seven and a half to one. That would be Bryson DeChambeau. Um, As I like to say, DeChambeau. Yeah, DeChambeau, DeChambeau. Um, I don't know if the type of driver he uses. There's just no way he goes back-to-back majors. No way. Well, let's ask the guy from Wisconsin. Maybe he should have yeah, transferred his bet to have Bryson be the Grand Slam champion. Yeah, maybe we should maybe we should get him on the pod. Yeah, right, right. Hey, can we have some of that um one point one mil that that you've got left? Yeah. Um yeah. but no, I think I think honestly I he he's a I I am lost for words. I th- he he's he's <laughs> lost for words. He's a huge hitter. He's a very good putter. He's gonna have you know, like wedges into almost every hole. Um, once he gets one or two, once he gets one or two rounds under his belt, um, he, he believes he's, his confidence is like sky high at the moment. Um, I think he thinks he's the best golfer in the world at the moment. Um, and like I said a little bit earlier, he's going to be playing against himself and, and playing almost like a different sport out there. So when guys... Uh, you know everyone else has like 120 yards in Bryson's going to have like a 70 yard um, you know uh, whatever what do you use from 70 yards probably like a 60 degree from 70 yards in versus like a you know like a pitching wedge like and that's a big difference you can control the spin a lot more Um, he can get himself in good positions Um, his analytical brain um, would have scouted out all of the right areas in the green. I think he was the one that mentioned that, you know, like a five, a five foot putt at, um, the masters from wherever, like it can be, um, if he's below the hole, if he's putting uphill, that's going to be where he wants to be versus like a five foot putt that has like a huge left to right break. Um, and he's not the most precision wedge player, but I think with, um, you know, I, I guess what what is it? Economy is a scale, a law of large numbers. He's going to be up there with every drive that he hits, and he'll be having that short little wedge in, being able to choose the spots, um, taking on you know areas of the of Augusta that no one's ever sort of tried before, um, except maybe someone like Bubba. Um, and yeah I, I don't usually like taking the outright favorite because um, i feel that to pick a guy to win the tournament at 
seven and a half to one is not great value considering he's never won the masters before dog shit value uh, dog shit value um not quite the Corey connor's 126 to one value but um i'm gonna ride with bryson um my sleeper pick um to win the tournament um who we haven't talked about at all um and who probably should have won the tournament last year um if not for what i would maybe speculate as a someone called him up <laughs> on like the 12th hole saying hey hey buddy hey francisco do you know that um tiger woods and the whole world want the guy that you're playing with to win um and then somehow molinari just dropped two balls in the water in the next like two out of three holes um but i'm gonna pick molinari as a sleeper pick um he hasn't played a ton of golf actually since COVID hit um and he the first time i'd seen him actually do well since the masters was at the houston open which we know i'm putting a lot of stock in <laughs> um can you give me molinari's odds yeah i can uh, we're looking at 100 to 1. 100 to 1. 100 right, 100 to 1. So, Chuck, like 50 cents on that. So, if you want nice a little, little $50. If you want Mickelson, if you want Molinari, you're getting 100. If you want answer, yeah. you're getting a little 100 to 1. Actually. Well, and, and before we finish up, um, depending on what site you use, a little bonus bet action. Um, if you have some, Such if you have, fuck. if you have somewhere along the lines of $85,000 to spare, um, I think I would be picking um mickelson as the top senior golfer um in a list that includes um vj singh mike weir bernard langer fred couples who are all, all well past their prime and phil's past his prime as well what's that so that does seem like a good bet to me yeah he's paying a dollar 62 chuck a little hundred bucks on that get 62 back um chuck eighty five thousand. get well so my brain doesn't go that high um that's where the uh, machine learning breaks down right um it's it's over forty thousand. um I, to me that's a great bet i i can't see phil losing to those guys he's played two senior tournaments in his career um both in the last like two months and he's just waxed the field um those guys are well past their prime phil can still you know play damn good golf he play he, he's still on the regular pga tour um but yeah that's i'm really excited for this week it's going to be cool watching the masters in november it's going to be even cooler watching every single bet come through um, <laughs> we're about to win 100 units this week 100 units yeah that'll be nice um, right, and it's going to fund deluxe sticks for <laughs> the foreseeable future. That'll uh, get our sports book off the ground as well as our product offering. All right, ladies and gentlemen, check out deluxesticks.com, check out Jordan's blog, and fade all of his bets. Peace. Peace. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being a Snoop Double G, but I. Somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. May, 